Oh yeah, I feel like a day now, it's me, Alan Smith, but we publish the results of today's paper on Wednesday, April 5th. Uh, so, front page of paper today is uh, late for work driver hit the 149 mile an hour in his BMW. So, this was a landscape gardener, had speeds of 149 mile an hour on the A90 because he was late for work, I court heard yesterday. Dangerous driver Andrew Ritchie, for his middle name is Quick, I've never heard that before, but anyway, very apt was clocked going 89 mile an hour above the uh, 89 mile an hour above the 60 mile an hour limit between Harton and Ellen. Aberdeen Sheriff Court heard the 32 year old was going uh, was gone so fast that traffic police had to abandon their pursuit of his black BMW due to fears for the safety of their motorists. Uh, fiscal Deputy Andrew McCann said officers were required to travel at speeds in excess of 140 mile an hour but they did not make any gains on the accused vehicle. Due to extreme speeds, officers did not activate their emergency lights due to concerns they uh, only make the accused drive faster. So, uh, Ritchie, for his face stricken, admitted one charge of driving dangerously at excessive speed on April 20th, uh, in April 2020 and overtaken other road users when it was unsafe to do so. Uh, he was fined £12.5 and hit with an 18-month driving ban. Well, oh, crikey. At, um, to be honest with you, it doesn't seem too bad for, for Dean Hunter and uh, 50 million euros, uh, you know, close to it. So, um, I think he's got off reasonably lightly there, but it must be fairly nipping on for Bobby's wasn't again in on him, because uh, they're uh, normally in the uh, toodling about if they see somebody gone uh, fast. So, oh well, he'll be a lot slower now when he's biking to work. Now, here is a new bid to beat Menace of Gulls in Tunes, who says eight sonic devices have been installed in Elgin to deter gulls ahead of the breeding season. Murray Council agreed to spend up to £15,000 for the Elgin Common Good Fund on devices that deter the birds from nesting and breeding. I would have gone up with my pellet gun for a lot less than fifteen grand, but anyway, probably a pellet gun's nice with gulls anyway. Um, anyway, the devices were trialled by Elgin's Business Improvement District uh, last year and resulted in the number of nests on St Giles Shopping Centre falling by more than 90%. Not me. That belly does a trick. Elgin uh, is also installing a further device this year. The devices, which are sighted across the Murray Toon and are being provided by specialist vermin control, do not injure the bears. Maybe they're just playing rave music or something at the time, because um, that would keep on a while, you would think. Anyway, across the north and northeast, the gulls have been causing lots of issues, including attacking folk and causing a mess. However, it has been argued that they only come to urban areas due to folk dropping litter. Uh, Specialist Vermin Control Managing Director Rob Teasdale said we will supplement the devices by flying two hawks in the areas in early mornings and weekends out with school hours for free so we can fully target the problem areas. Well, he's in the duty, he's quite happy with his 15 grand um, in his DNS for free. Uh, while no method is 100% effective or guaranteed, the results we see uh, we saw last year suggest the council is using every tool possible at this stage to deal with the gall issue in Elgin. And well, I hope it did work for him because it's uh, they're an absolute bloody pest. Um, there was some of them <laughs> aside the... Uh, 
gana bute de de sonde market de crates er en that is noisy brutes i think so um here's what press this attack for again and focal get these are shop and walk about in peace without getting another chaps pinched or um you know he'll go following ahead him try to see if they'll get a drop on him just um they'll be scared about the noise here i've just said i thought i hope it's not the doric express playing in a loop good now there's an e-bike rental scheme aims to reduce car use. So a rural e-bike rental scheme in a neighbouring village um, of David has been launched. The community group Zero Carbon David, which is ZCD for short, has, ma has made three e-bikes, which are like regular bikes but with an additional electric boost, available for only residents for winter renting for a day. It's part of the group's plans to help the folk of the village cut their personal greenhouse gas emissions down and address climate change at a local level. Although the scheme is mainly aimed at renters using the bikes for leisure uh, right now, the ZCD group has long-term hopes the project could lead to better investment in active travel and public transport options for David, resulting in fewer car journeys. Uh, unlike, for example, the Aberdeen or for Martin and Buchan, why e-bike hire schemes, the David rentals are made on <laughs> via an app. Uh, instead, if you want to take out any you know, the David e-bikes for a spin, you have to email the volunteers at uh, zcd at ebikes at zerocarbondavid.org. So, an easy into mine here. They cost £10 for a day's riding, and this money is primarily used to cover the cost of the hire project. Uh, Lucy Templeman, a member of ZCD, is the main wifey in bringing the scheme to the village. She explained it all come about after discussions with the Huntley Development Trust and loaning two of their e-bikes for the David community for a trial in summer 2021. And that trial was very popular, um, and it was so popular that some residents even went out to purchase their own e-bikes. And data for the trial was used to help secure funding for David's own rentable e-bikes. Um, Lucy said, we were lucky enough that Cycling Scotland granted us almost £11,000, which we used to buy these three e-bikes and get some safe storage as well where we can put them. Um, she joked that she currently uses a high-tech paper diary to manage her rentals right now, but the ZCD group is working on a website for the scheme. Um, she said, in an ideal world, folk renting the e-bikes would use them for general day-to-day -day journeys like Gante shops and brewery are commuting to work. Uh, but with the existing infrastructure network um, of busy rural roads about David, she says a lot of folk don't feel that routes available um, are the safest. Well, I tend to agree with that because they're begging into brewery for, for David. There are a lot of uh, funny nukes and twists and turns that um, could easily be knocked out doing. Um, so anyway, they're just saying uh, if we have the bikes and show folk how to uh, use these routes like for uh, um, leisure and favour and, and try and get better uh, biking routes in temporary. We'll hopefully put pressure to encourage councillors and MSPs that we really need to prioritise the area. Uh, hopefully our next big step will be working to find ways to work on new projects to decarbonise transport for anybody in the community. So, oh, cricky, there you go. And, um, you know, I'm pretty amazed at that thing because uh, I didn't even get any folk in the David Head cars, but there you go, must say. Now here's a campaign to save Lido is paying off. So 
The renovation of Tarlier Art Deco Lido Pool near Macduff is to begin in June after the contract was awarded. Crimin-based builders V.G. Willicks will renovate the pool and pavilion after an 11-year campaign to save them by friends of Tarlier. The contract comes after the Scottish Government stumped up £1.8 million from its Regeneration Capital Grant Fund. Uh, Match funding was received from Garfield Western Foundation uh, and the Pilgrims Trust, while there has also been support for Aberdeenshire Council's Macduff Regeneration Action Plan to power the project forward. Uh, Friends at Tarlier Chairwoman Pat Wayne said, We are confident these facilities will become a thriving centre for the community and visitors alike and will enhance the coastal path network in Macduff and um, uh, you know it looks like a, it could be an absolutely fantastic place to be looked so at and um, you know if they make a good job with it I'm sure it will be a, a big um, kind of tourist attraction for folk that's going along that path or along that way so um, yeah well done for them sticking in and, and getting the money to get it up and going again because it's, uh, it's a shame for us things is what run doing and uh, and to disappear, but yeah, I think there'll be a a lot of swimmers going to be heading for Macduff and they uh, find dipping that lovely pool below, so it'll be a lovely pavilion as well. So, well done, Macduffers. Now, here is a bar refuse license for after hours pet shop boys gig party. Uh, so, Cheers Bar has been refused permission to extend its hours for a pet shop boys after party. The Exchange Street venue went to open for an extra hour after the iconic duo's concert at PNJ Live on June 21st. Uh, Cheers applied to the Aberdeen City Council looking to open until 3 a.m. Um, after the gig instead of its usual 2 a.m. It'll be the band's first appearance in Aberdeen for more than 30 years, and the bar bosses argued it was an occasion worthy of some extra celebrations. The last played at uh, the AECC back in May 1991, but nay, everybody got into party spirit. The Bobbies argued that granting the extension would set a precedent for other venues to follow suit, um, and they warned the extra hour could lead to antisocial behaviour from boozed-up fans of Neil Tennant and Chris Lowe, putting demand on emergency services. The Council's licensing chiefs also raised some concerns with worries other pubs would follow suit. The officer said, if we think that a Pet Shop Boys concert constitutes a reason for the for this venue, if Westlife played, are we expecting every Irish bar in the city to come forward? And if in Lewis Capaldi plays, do we look at the Scottish Embassy? Uh, the bar's application was up for discussion at yesterday's licensing board meeting. However, after a narrow vote, the application was refused by four votes to three. So, obviously, some of the concerts have a bit of musical taste and... Um, so this wasn't really, you know, worth it an extra hour on a Wednesday night, but it's not going to make a hell of a lot of difference to, to anybody. And then, you know, the bobbies are obviously thinking, well, we don't want to be hanging about for another hour. Let's just uh, get him out and get the way him ourselves. So, you know, if it was, uh, you know, a bigger a bigger band than Pet Shop Boys maybe, but um, the headline says it's a sin. Well. I wouldn't say so. I would think it's mere common sense. So, there we go. Pet shop boys will have to get our pyjamas on at the back at two. Now, just finish up with sport as normal. Back page paper today is medals justice for the Gothenburg Six, um, says Eric Black. So, 
Gothenburg great Eric Black thinks justice will finally be done when six new medals mark in Aberdeen's 1983 European Cup Winners' Cup win are awarded next month. Figures for the club, uh, the Aberdeen FC Heritage Trust and former Reds Chief Executive and UEFA Delegate Duncan Fraser have arranged for the additional medals to be made ahead of a celebratory weekend marking 40 years since the dawn's iconic 2-1 final triumph over Real Madrid next month. Um, the six medals will go to giants of Aberdeen's history who played a major part in the club conquering Europe but who, due to rules at the time, that meant only a start in the living and five substitutes received the mementos, they didn't get medals on the night. So, as is uh, Alex Ferguson, his assistant Archie Knox, ex-midfielder Dougie Bell will be recognised, with the other three medals being awarded posthumously to club silver Teddy Scott, vice-chairman at the time Chris Anderson, and the family of Dick Donald. The former chairman for his son Ian was also a director during Aberdeen's golden period. So, well, I'm sure... Um, you know, some of them will be pride of place in the mantelpiece, but um, you know, fair girl, fair, fair few medals lying about, so and I can't make a big loss to him, but I'm sure he'll gratefully accept it. And uh, yeah, I mean, we could have had it long before now, but I suppose it's a good way to mark this occasion in 40 years. It just seems to have gone by in a flash, but it seems like yesterday Aberdeen conquered Aubrey for him. That was a days. Now, as we finish up, just a wee pocket stories of today's Prison Journal on Wednesday, uh, 5th of April 2023. And um, back to normal Scottish summer time of day, very mochy, drizzly kind of day, although it did clear up a bit later on, but mere rain at night to the, the weather money saying. So, um, well, well, it helps the weeds to grow, I suppose, that's one thing. Um, anyway, thanks very much for listening to this podcast now. Hope you enjoyed it. And uh, if you did, please make sure and tell a pal about it. Um, I've played the room for mere folk on the Doric Express, so um, get some of your uh, pals, workmates, um, you know, an alcohol, maybe buy some sale or somebody's in the hospital, let them care about the Doric Express. Father can find it and, um, you know, get a few mere folk logging in, would just be tipped up. In the meantime, thanks very much. Cheers now. Doodaloo. Constitution, speak the proper rules of them. Longfield, Nelfield, Manafield, and Panafield. Lots of local stories that you believe in a hymn.